At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active, but also loves to enjoy great tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola, the official beverage of the Columbia Lions. Morningside Hoops, episode five. Can you believe it? We're uh, into December now, into the into the almost to the end of the non-conference season. I'm Kyle Matrician, joined by Aaliyah Funchell. Aaliyah, how are you today? I am good. I am so excited for this episode. It's been a lot of basketball played, so a lot to yes. talk about, and yeah, I'm excited. We're gonna catch up with Patrick Harding from the men's basketball team. I will be. Talking with him for a, you know for for a decent amount of time. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have a good conversation with Pat. Uh, Pat's been you know on fire for the men's team lately. He had three consecutive games where he had ten or more rebounds, and then he had a Mike Kowalski. Shout out to Mike Kowalski for informing me of this. Uh, he had a fifteen point fifteen rebound game, which he was the first Columbia line to do that since nineteen ninety. So good research by our stats department, aka Mike Kowalski, yeah. for finding that Great out. Great stat. Great stat. And then later on in the episode, we're going to be talking to Madison Hardy and Nicole Stevens from the women's basketball team. You're going to rejoin me for that conversation. Yes. Uh, but those should be two fun fun ones to talk to. Honestly, yeah. I, I like this trend we have going on of bringing on people that are pretty close and yeah. they're friends. And so it just it makes me so excited because they're going to be excited and um, a lot of fun times to be had. Yes, 100%. And the women's basketball team, uh, you know, they're, they've their good start is now turning into a uh i don't know at what point does it not become a good start anymore and it just becomes they're having a good season i feel like you know? we're getting towards that yeah. point we've got to be it's it's awesome yeah eight and two through their first 10 games uh their rpi is in the top 50 of the country caitlin davis was named the ivy league player of the week for a second time this week she was also named to the ncaa women's basketball starting five players of the week so a great honor for caitlin davis and we're going to recap uh, the women's basketball team's last two games. Uh, a really exciting win here at home uh, last Thursday against Delaware. Great student turnout in that game. I know Coach and all the and all the players were really appreciative of that. And then they went on the road and you know uh, <laughs> finally had uh, a little bit of a comfortable win. I mean it was a close game at halftime, six points against the defending MAC champions Marist. But in the second half, they outscored Maris 22 to five in the third quarter to pull away, and then it was a 20 plus, and then even to 30 30 point lead uh, into the fourth quarter. Uh, a, a, just a feel good win for them on the road, which I enjoyed, Aaliyah, because my family came to the game. That's so, it was so cool cute. For me. It yeah, was. I it love was. that. It was cool. I'm from the uh, Poughkeepsie area, so it was really nice to have my family at the game, and they they really enjoyed uh, watching our women's basketball team, and they really en- you know. Everybody's really impressed. Yeah. Very impressed. I, I'm impressed. My family back home, I have people back in Wichita that's now following along because 
I'm like, look how good this team is. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, people are paying attention. Moved up to number eight. I don't even think I mentioned that. Yeah, moved up to number eight in the College Insider mid-major poll this week. So, within inside the top ten, well, you know, you got to keep winning though. That I just, that's the players know, and as you know, I talk to the coaches and everybody. You haven't earned you don't you haven't earned anything yet. The Ivy League mm-hmm. season hasn't even started yet. Yep. But it, all good things to talk about. All really positive things around the women's basketball program. So, really looking forward to that conversation. I think we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be joined by Patrick Harding of the men's basketball team, so stick around. New York Presbyterian Hospital is one of the nation's most comprehensive, integrated academic health care delivery systems dedicated to providing the highest quality, most compassionate care and service to patients in the New York metropolitan area, nationally and throughout the globe. New York Presbyterian is consistently recognized as a leader in medical education, groundbreaking research, and innovative patient-centered clinical care. Ranked number one in the New York metropolitan area by U.S. News and World Report and repeatedly named to the honor roll of America's best hospitals, New York Presbyterian has 10 locations in the metropolitan area. For more information, visit nyp.org today. JAG-1 Physical Therapy is a proud partner of the Columbia Lions. With state-of-the-art rehabilitation equipment and facilities, allow us to develop a specific plan catered to each patient. The JAG-1 team proudly serves the tri-state area with facilities throughout Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, Westchester, Long Island, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. We're here for you. Get back the life you love. Visit www.jag1pt.com. That's J-A-G. O-N-E-P-T dot com for more information. Welcome back. It's Morningside Hoops. This is our men's basketball section we're doing first here today. It's just me solo, and I'm here with Patrick Harding, a junior transfer on the men's basketball team, a 6'9 forward from Fairfield, Connecticut in Suffield Academy, but he transferred into us from Bryant University, so we're going to talk about that a little bit while he's here. Pat, thanks for taking some time to join me today, man. Thank you so much for having me. I can't of wait. course, of course, this is gonna be fun. I feel yes. like. me and you right now. We're gonna really, we're gonna really bond. Yeah, I can those. feel this. I can feel this right now. Uh, some fast facts on my friend Patrick Harding here. Uh, like I mentioned, he transferred in from Bryant, but he played against Columbia in t- twice or just twice. once. Twice yes. in 2018-19 and 2019-20. Uh, he set Bryant's Division I single-season rebounding record with 280 his last year at Bryant in 2019-20. And he also tied Bryant's D1 record for rebounds in a debut with 10 against URI. So, Pat, you like to rebound. Yes. That's what I'm, this <laughs> is what I'm, this is what I'm seeing here yeah. in my prep work and as you were coming in. Uh, right now, you're top three in the Ivy League in rebounds at 8.1 a game. And you're also number two in the Ivies in total rebounding with 81. You know, that makes sense. 81 rebounds, 10 games, 8.1. You know, good math. Uh, And then you're also top 50 in the NCAA in total rebounds. And then away from the basketball floor, because I know I'm giving a lot of facts here about you and rebounding, and your your first love in basketball is rebounding. Yep. Uh, your mother, Karen, played tennis at UConn. So I got to ask you, did you play tennis growing up at all? I did. I was forced to play tennis uh, (laughs) up until I was probably 10 or 11 years old. Okay. But, um, yeah, that was... She was very good. So you're a tall. You're a tall guy too. I six nine, t- right? Yeah, six nine. So so 
pretty powerful serve, I have to imagine. Yeah. I don't know if you were 6'9 we, when you were 11 yeah, years that old. that age, I don't know. We were just trying to get it in, but uh, it was me and my two brothers, and we played doubles with my mom Okay. all the time, and it was usually me and my mom against them. So we got and your very, mom. your mom would kick your butts, I assume. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was, we won a lot. We won a lot. If you were on your mom, whoever was on your mom's yeah, team was, was going to win. It was usually me and my mom. That's versus, amazing. Uh, I'm the middle child, so I got Okay. To, and you, so you and your mom against who? My older and younger brother. What are their names? Uh, Seamus and Aiden. Seamus and Aiden. Do they play? Do they play sports? Uh, high school sports, but not. Uh, okay. Oh, they're yeah, okay. They're uh, my older brother now. He graduated from Bryant actually, and then my younger brother is a sophomore at Loyola Maryland. Okay. Yeah. Does he play sports at Loyola Maryland? No. No. Just normal, normal guy. But yeah, that's really interesting. I did want to ask you about the tennis. I I played a little tennis in high school. Uh-huh. I didn't. I wasn't on my high school team, but okay. you know, I was not. I shouldn't even be talking about. It. I don't even know why I brought it up. <laughs> Yeah, no, it sticks with you for life. It's it does. Skill. It's you know, you, you can play it for a long time. Tennis and golf. Yeah. You know, big golf. I golf. You like to golf? Too much. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. Do you, have you played around here? Um, well, I'm from Connecticut, Fairfield, so I've okay. kind of tri-state area. I like okay. to bounce around. I see. I grew up near Poughkeepsie. Okay. So I don't know if you ever played golf in that, like the Hudson no. Valley. Okay. Okay. Well, I haven't played golf in Connecticut okay. really often, so I guess we'll end the golf conversation <laughs> there. Uh, but let's talk a little bit of basketball. The men's basketball team has split its last two games. Uh, they beat Maine right here uh, this past Saturday at home, 76-66. Pat, you had 15 points, 17 rebounds in that game, 7 of 10 from the field, uh, a good game for you individually and also a good game for the team. Any win is a good win. Yep. Uh, and little nugget given to me by your uh, SID, Mike Kowalski. The first 15-15 game by a Lions since 1990. Did he tell you that, or is this a surprise to you? I didn't know that. Oh, there you go. That's since pretty 19... cool. Yeah, man, that's I'll really cool. It. That's really. I didn't know I was breaking the news <laughs> to you. <Yeah>. That... <laughs> you had a good reaction, though. I liked it. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, talk about the, the main game a little bit, and then I'll get into some of the details. I mean, maybe just... Uh, Talk about first. I mean, you were you know you were kind of doing a little bit of everything in that game for Columbia. Seven to ten from the field, seventeen rebounds. I mean, uh, was it one of those games for you where everything was kind of working? Or yeah, I think that it was good to. Uh, it was a focus going into the game, and I have to learn to shoot the ball more because I've never in my life been a quote scorer. Okay. Um, so that was the focus going into that game, and then I started off and made the first few buckets, and we got rolling from there. Nice. And I think it was good to kind of set that tone early, um, and kind of build off that lead that we started off of i think we scored the first maybe 10 points inside um josh and i and then from there everyone gains confidence and we got rolling and that's something that we haven't done um consistently throughout the year so that was good to see that we could do that successfully against maine yeah you guys took you said uh you guys did really well early you were up 21 10 early in that game mm-hmm. you're up 39 25 at the half but I feel like anybody who's been around college basketball, especially, you know the other team's going to make a run. Yep. Uh, you know, it's never that easy. Yeah. <laughs> and so second half, uh, you got up by 20 early in the second half, but Maine whittled it down and whittled it down, and all of a sudden it's a three-point game. But to you guys' credit, they never tied it up. I think three was as close as it got, yep. and you guys pushed that lead back to double digits. But just talk about, from your point of view, being an experienced college basketball player, how much experience plays a role in those moments where the other team is making a run, making mm-hmm. a run, making a run, and all of a sudden you're up 20, now you're up three, yeah. to kind of put a stop to the run and just stay composed and know that if we just do what we need to do, we'll overcome this. Yeah, well, college basketball is just a game of runs in general. Like yeah. Every game, each team is going to make a run. But I think it was awesome to see our young guys, because we're very young, um, be like resilient. And they went on that run, they cut it to – three you said yeah um and for us not to fold and build that lead back up it was um it was cool to watch and it's a big thing to uh learn from and use that momentum 
we've seen that we'll be able to do that and be resilient. Um, and that's awesome for such a young team. And I came down to watch. I was up here. I, I went down at the beginning of the game. I watched like the first minute. I had some work to do, so I went upstairs to the fourth yep. floor. But I had the game on on my computer here as like as I'm doing some other work. And then I saw it was getting down to the final minute, so I went down there and I watched the final minute. And I was standing behind Mike Kowalski, and I think it was, I, I, it was definitely you coming off the floor when the game ended. Like you had such a great reaction. Yeah. Uh, when the game ended, like you know, it's just. I understand you guys are going through. You guys are three and seven right now on the mm -hmm. season, but you know this team. There's a lot of guys playing a lot of minutes that mm -hmm. either like either like yourself or the newcomers who just haven't played at Columbia before. So you yeah. guys are just trying to build that chemistry, right? Yeah, for sure. So I mean, anytime you can get a win like that, whether I mean the Binghamton win a couple weeks ago was really well, exciting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's just got to feel so good to get that win at home, mm -hmm. no matter the situation. Yeah, no, it was cool. We put a full game together. Yeah. Um, like, we beat Binghamton, but we kind of made a run towards the end, and we had been we were down. Um, and that was, I think Maine was one of our, we put 40 minutes together that we were proud of, played hard throughout the game. Um, that's why I was just happy, and we had been coming off a tough week, um, traveling a lot, and not getting the results we wanted. And to for everyone to regain focus and for, kind of forget about the past and just focus on what we're doing now, and be successful. That was awesome to see. And then after the main game, we'll talk a little bit about Colgate. You guys went on the road a couple days later to Colgate. Yeah. It's uh, a tough matchup against a team picked by some to win the Patriot League this Very year. Very good team. They beat Syracuse earlier in the year. They scored 100 points against Syracuse. But you guys held them to less than 100 points. So, yeah. right, that's something that <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's no moral victories, I know. No. But, uh, you know, in your in your opinion, put a quick wrap on the Colgate game. Like, what ultimately happened uh, in that game uh, from your perspective? Oh, they just shot the ball very well. Yeah. It's hard to um, – they shot like 68% from three or something like mm -hmm. that. Uh, it's hard to hard to win a game like that. But yeah. watch the film and learn from it, and we'll definitely get better. And we'll be ready to go by every season. We have two more games left or three. Three more games left. Yeah, you guys have uh, Friday – I mean, Saturday at Albany, yeah. Monday at home. We'll talk about this later. And then you're home again yeah. in the tw on the 28th. Yeah. So, so um, but, yeah, that that team is very experienced. And, um, yeah, just they, they shot the ball well and they got out in transition and just learn from it. Keep going. When you're playing against a team like that that you know likes to score a lot of points, I mean, as evidenced yeah. by just some of the scores that you see, does it change? Obviously, it probably doesn't change your guys' game plan too much, but it's got to at least affect it a little bit where you're like, okay, do we try to run with them, right, mm -hmm. and outscore them, or do we try to slow them down, or is it a combination of the two? I think we were really focused on defense going into the game okay. um, and slowing it down, especially in transition. Okay. Um, and, yeah, we just – we didn't we didn't execute the way we needed to, and uh, they made a lot of tough threes, but also a lot of open ones. So yeah. it's hard to, uh, hard to compete at that point. But I was proud of everybody. We kept playing, and the people that played in the second half towards late of the game, they came in with a bunch of energy and played hard, so – it's good minutes for them. From your perspective, now that the non-conference season, like we said, there's three games left. The Ivy League season starts January 2nd. Yep. So from what you've seen from this team so far, uh, from whether it be the beginning of the season to now or maybe the beginning of the preseason to now, like what has been the biggest biggest growth point for this team that you've seen that you've really liked over the last month, month and a half? Um, I would just say like our, our work ethic, we've kind of worked – our tails off in practice every day consistently throughout the year. Um, and our biggest growth is probably we work on every day is transition defense. Okay. Um, when we, we had, we struggled with it, especially in our scrimmages and we're still working on it, but compared to what it was, it was, it's pretty cool that um, it's not like a pretty part of the game, like transition defense. You're not, everyone's not like, Oh wow. Like 
that was super cool. Yeah, it. no, yeah, so, no, it's not making the highlight reel. So, uh, it's not making the highlight yeah, reel. No, but it's nice that everyone. On the <laughs> You're team, trying to stop the other team from making the highlight reel. Yeah, the transition defense. Yeah. So, but it's nice that everyone's like kind of taking ownership and taking accountability for that, and we work on it every day, and we're getting there. Yeah, and it's it's awesome. And I'm starting to see the chemistry build. I mean, I looked out the window here during one during your practice today, right before yeah. you came up here. And I see, I saw some, I saw some smiling faces down there. Yeah. You know, look like I maybe I just looked at a good part of practice. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know practice is you know you, you got to kind of mix up the the mood and the energy. I'm sure there's a lot of serious moments at practice, and but you know it does seem like you guys are building chemistry every day. Yeah, no, this is one of the closest teams I've ever been around, and it's awesome. Everyone has a unique personality. Everyone's comfortable with each other. Um, you know, you could say really anything as long as it's nothing crazy. But yeah, we're very yeah. everyone's open to. Um, like advice and things like that, and we all hang out basically all the time. I think I'm a transfer, and I have very few uh, friends outside the basketball team. Yeah. Um, but I'm never. We're always doing stuff. I'm always having fun, and it's it's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good to hear. And you know, it, it's it's not only you who said this is the closest team I've been a part of. Yeah. Several guys have said this yeah. is the closest team I've been a part of. And actually, one more point I want to talk about. Um, obviously you transferred in from Bryant, like we talked about, yep. but I want to, I want to hear from you from your perspective, not on leaving Bryant so much, but on coming to Columbia. Like what was it that made you want to come here? Um, I wanted to come here out of high school. Okay. I, I'm from Connecticut. So the dream is always go to UConn, but, some <laughs> point, but um, I took a, um, visit here my junior year. Um, I did a post-grad year at Suffolk Academy. So two years before I graduated high school. And I loved it. It was even raining. And, like, we barely went outside. And I was like, this is, like, a pretty cool place to go to school. Yeah. And um, just didn't work out. Uh, ended up going to Bryant. And I was like, I think it's time for me to move on from Bryant. And, yeah. And uh, was one of my first calls when I decided to leave. And I was like, all right, like, yeah. as long as it works out, let's do it. And I was, yeah. I was ecstatic. It was probably the be- one of the best decisions I ever made. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. when, you, when, you, uh, when you and Coach Engels contacted each other, after you went into the transfer portal, was it just like an immediate yes? Like, you know. Yeah, like it's different because basically I just wanted to wait out, make sure um, with the everything was good with, with the grades, yeah. and every, you know, the grades and stuff like that. Exactly. Everything transferred, but yeah, I knew when he called me, he was like, "I want you to be part of the team." I didn't tell him, but I knew I was going to come here if it all worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of just waited the week, and I was ready to go a few days later. That's awesome. Yeah, well, was, we're glad to have I you. I was here. so happy when I entered the transfer portal. I was like, I really hope Columbia calls me. That was my. Nice. And it, I was ecstatic. My mom and was really nice. happy. So. And awesome. Um, and then I want to get a little bit of personality with you before we let you go. Let's do I it. Like, uh, you know, we want like to get our listeners uh, a little little more than just the basketball side of you. Uh, but besides tennis, did you play any other sports growing up? Played a little bit of everything. Played baseball. Okay. Um, wasn't very good. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I played a ton well, of neither golf. Neither was I. So, yeah, you know. no. My uh, played a ton of golf and then mainly basketball from high school on. Um, What's your handicap? Like a three or four. No. Yeah, I play way too much golf. You still play? Is it a three or four right now? Well, in the middle of winter time. Oh yeah, in the summertime. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, I play. All my buddies are. uh, Maybe I don't want to play golf with you. Yeah, no, my buddies (laughs) that I play with are scratch golfers, so I usually lose. Wow. Um, but yeah, no, I. I play way too much <laughs> golf uh, for some of that on a job in the summertime and had to play basketball too. But yeah, it's the best. I love it. And it's the, I don't win. Really you play with scratch golfers. Yeah, that's, that's why. Your, that's and your problem. You so, got to play with me. Yeah, I'm no. like a 15 handicap and yeah. I thought I was okay, but here I am. Yeah, no. no, it doesn't matter. As long as you have fun, people are moving. I, I love it. It doesn't yeah. matter who you're playing People with. are moving. That's a very important part of and it. And I get the caddy for my, um, my buddies when they play in tournaments, which is the hi- okay. highlight of my summer every 
every year. Like playing like big time tournaments or like local like club tournaments. Stuff okay. Like that. Yeah. Like maybe so, uh, have you ever caddied for like a uh, like a open qualifier or something like that? Like an no, am, like, like a that. amateur. Yeah. Uh-uh. Maybe maybe though. Maybe yeah. one day I can see that yeah. for you. Uh, I can see it. Maybe fun. when I when I make the U.S. Open, I'll have you caddy for. Yeah, hundred percent. Actually, other way around. When you make the no, U.S. Open, no. maybe you'll remember this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll say yeah. you'll say Kyle. You know, you did me a solid. Put yeah. me on a podcast with over a million listeners. <laughs> so yeah. you got to come caddy for no, me. No, I'm a very, very casual. I go out. I like to have a good time. Not, nice. Nothing serious. Yeah, are you a walker or a rider? Walker, usually. Okay. Depends on the day. It depends if I'm playing it. If my buddies are paying for it, then we're, when we're riding. If it's okay. at one of their play, the courses. But if we're going anywhere else, I'm, I'm walking. I'm okay. Not, Where have I'm you played taking... around here? Around um, the city? Have you played anywhere around the city? Nothing too close to New York. I know Luke. I played golf with actually Luke Bolster this summer. Okay. I had him up to the course I work at. But uh, what course is that? Country Club of Fairfield. Okay. Um, it's nice on the water. But I played at Newport Country Club this past summer in Newport Island, which was a blast. That's like a. Historic. You ever played Bethpage? I have not. Any of the Bethpage I, courses? I you have to. I know. Yeah. I, I know. Uh, I need to. F- I think now you have to have a New York resident to play. Do you? I think you that's what it oh, is. Okay. I think now you have to, in your foresome there has to be one near residence. I, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But uh, I hope you're wrong too because I live in Jersey. So. Yeah, no. When I graduate, my buddies want to go out to Bandon Dunes for a golf trip. Out Where's that? Bandon Dunes on the West Coast. Okay. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be my nice. first uh, splurge. Have you been to any like big PGA tournaments or anything like that? I went to the one at Bethpage, the PGA Championship. Yeah, was that two I was there. Years? Really? Yeah. I was working it. Oh, okay. just, nice. <laughs> I got asked to. I got asked through working this job. Yeah. I got asked to volunteer if I wanted to volunteer at the PGA at Bethpage, and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, it was really." I mean, as a as a big golf fan, it was a really cool experience. Oh, yeah. Because I got to go up to the golfers right after they got done with their round and like take them over to the media places yeah. and like ask them. I mean, it was. Yeah. How, what are they like? Are they just like. If they had a bad day, they just... Oh, roles reversed here. Asking me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what was it? Like, if they were had a bad day, were they pissed off? Or it was kind of just... No, normal? they were fine. I feel like they've played so many rounds, you know, yeah. that they wouldn't be... You know, and they're in a major championship. Yeah. I was, okay. yeah. Uh, the, the bigger guys, like the Phil and the and Tiger, they, yeah. they kind of had their own person with them that okay. would kind of handle that. Yeah. But most of the golfers didn't have... Okay. So then we would say, hey, can you go over here to... What's her name on TNT? Amanda uh, got a really long, complicated last okay. name. Uh, and can can you go over here and do this interview with TNT? And then we'd walk them over to the podium where they would take the questions from the media and stuff. It was really cool just to see yeah. the behind the scenes of like, because you see all like if you're watching Golf Channel after the tournament or whatever, yep. you see the interviews taking place or whatever. But now in my brain, I know like oh, like first when they get out, they go here and then they go there, and it's like yeah, you know, it's really cool to see. No, we got uh tickets for Sunday, and I was hoping Tiger would be that, and he missed the cut. He did miss the cut. So I was. He did miss the cut. I was a little sorry, a little sad. But yeah, I had a really cool moment though. Because I was allowed on the other side of the ropes, I I still have it on my phone. He was getting off one of the holes, and I was just standing, and I didn't realize how close to the walkway I was to the next yeah. hole, and he just like brushed by me and <laughs> went by, and I was like, okay, that's awesome. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, but you have to go to the Masters. Yes. If you, have, do you apply for tickets every year? I don't. You I don't, should, because usually it's in right at the end of the season, so usually I don't. We can't. Well, it's in April. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't like, have the. Uh, I don't know if I have the freedom to go yet, but after That's graduation, I, after graduation. Will, I will definitely be trying to go every year uh, if I can. It, you, they always, if you go to the mas- masters.com, I know this yeah. podcast has turned into golf. That's okay. Sorry <laughs> to all our basketball <laughs> listeners. I'd rather talk about this. Uh, 
if you go to masters.com and you uh the, the tickets like the application for tickets opens every may oh sometime yeah. in may i want to say nice. and then they pick who you know who gets selected for practice round or tournament day tickets based on what you put in and mm-hmm. it's just like a lottery you yeah. know so two years in a row one of my buddies got picked. I never even got yeah. it, but they got it, and then they took me with them. Nice. So practice round, there but still, go. practice oh, round is almost better. Yeah, it's awesome because it's like you kind of you know you don't feel like you have to like follow the tournament, mm-hmm. you know. So, no, that's awesome. I would highly highly recommend it. Yeah, highly no, recommend it. That sounds amazing. And if you ever get a chance to play at Augusta, remember me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, I was going to ask you before I let you go, too. Did you ever listen to, I mean, actually, I did ask you this, but you didn't listen to last week's episode where we had Jake and Robbie on. Uh-uh. But I got to ask you what you think of these two guys. Because they're interesting. Happy, they're interesting dudes, right? Robbie's here talking about how he ordered French fries at a sushi restaurant when he went out to dinner. And I was like, yeah. who is this guy? And then Jake went into, do you know, do you know about Jake's, like, Deep dive into Marvel comics and Marvel movies. I don't. Oh I don't. my See, god! I know I'm a Marvel fan, but those two are. Jake is a Jake is apparently he went in he went you gotta listen to it. Okay. He pretty much knows every line from every movie. Okay. It's incredible. Yeah. And he went into this whole deep dive with us last week about the world, the Marvel world, and uh, it was yeah. it was something else. But I had to ask you what you think of these two guys. Yeah, they're uh, they're interesting. <laughs> they, they, they remind me of myself when I was younger a little bit. When you were younger, a couple years yeah, ago, yeah. <laughs> two, three yeah, years ago. <laughs> but yeah, no, they they bring a ball of energy to practice and to the team. It's awesome. That is. That's cool. And you guys seem like you get, you guys seem to have a lot of good energy down there. Yeah, so no, that's sure. good. A lot of different personalities on the team for sure. Yes, too. which is awesome. For sure. All right, if you had to pick one guy on the team, since you're here solo with me today. Yes. But it, we tried to get Maka on. Okay. Maka, Maka wasn't able to make it. Okay. I wanted to ask you before you came up, but it just didn't work out. But now it's a good personality question. Okay. If you had to pick one guy to be on this podcast with you today, who would it, who would it have been? Oh. Yeah, put you on the spot. I don't know. Ah, oh, come on. I would say, I would say, I don't know, maybe Emmanuel. He's, he's funny. All I mean, right. He's always got... Oh, he's got something. I saw him down. I mean, obviously, everybody. Yeah, I tried right? to get him to come up with me, but he had to go do homework. Oh, so. uh, okay. See? Well, yeah. then that's your answer. You tried, literally tried to get him to come yes, up here with there you. there you go. And he had to go do his homework. Mm-hmm. All right, last question. Uh, you're, going, uh, you're going on a dream golf vacation. Yes. Where, where are we going, and what course are we playing? We're going around the coast of Ireland. Oh, I'm taking, yes, you are. I'm digging my... my foursome that I that I roll with at home. Including me. Yes, no, you can no, come. Yeah, he, yeah, you'll be no. come. You can be the caddy. Okay. The caddy's <laughs> <laughs> okay no, I'm just kidding. You definitely can come. <laughs> It'll be good. I think I think eight guys is a good well, I think eight guys is a good number. Two foursomes, you can mix it up yeah, every day. Play that's four. True. Five days. That's true. Is there a certain course we're playing or we're just hitting them all? Um we'll just hit all. Well, yeah. We'll go around. I don't know. I mean I don't think you can play a bad round of golf yeah. in Ireland, can you? No. Even if it's raining, it's supposed to oh, be that's raining. That's the best part. It's that's supposed to be raining. You'll never see me say no to a windy and rainy day on the golf course because no. it's never your fault if the ball goes the wrong way. Exactly. Yep. Whenever you just be like, well, you no, know, if it, wasn't, if it wasn't raining and windy, I would have, you know. Yep. Exactly. So that's awesome. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, I found a new golf buddy on this podcast. This is great. There you you go. and I are going to exchange numbers. We're <laughs> going to play golf this summer. We'll play this summer. Yes. You're going to kick my butt, <laughs> and I'll enjoy it. Yep. How far do you drive the ball? Not very far. Oh, I mean, no. for you, not very far, but. No, yeah. I drive it like two, like my average drive, I'd say like 230, 240. Okay. So I got you beat by a little bit. Uh, uh, like yeah, 30 you're, yards. You're a bigger guy. crazy, yeah. yeah. Like I'm usually in the Yeah, probably like that. Yeah, nothing crazy. Okay. But yeah. 
I've hit a 300-yard drive in my life, very far downhill, though. Yeah, there you you know? go. It I mean, doesn't it's matter. Still, okay, it still counted. went 300 it yards. It went 300 yards, and it <laughs> made me feel good. Yeah, That's all I I still had to hit it straight. Yeah, 100%. Because if I didn't hit it straight, it, it's in the woods at 240. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. I guess we'll let you go at this point. That was Patrick Harding, uh, like I said, a junior transfer, first year competing for Columbia from Fairfield, Connecticut. Uh, if you want to play golf with them, you can hit you can uh, hit them up over <laughs> the summer. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Oh, yeah, of course. That was fun. Uh, stick around. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to have Madison Hardy and Nicole Stevens from the women's basketball team. So stick around. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola, the official beverage of the Columbia Lions. At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active, but also loves to enjoy great tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. Welcome back. It's Morningside Hoops Podcast. I'm Kyle Matrician, joined by Leah Funshell. And now it's time to talk to the women's basketball team. We have junior guard Madison Hardy with us today from Gaithersburg, Maryland, and Our Lady of Good Counsel. And we also have a sophomore guard, Nicole Stevens, from Pickerington, Ohio, and Pickerington High School Central. I always find it weird that it's high school central and not Pickerington. Like, do you just call it Pickerington Central? Yeah. Okay. That's what I should call mm-hmm. it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'll just edit your bio while we're on this. This is a, seems to be a thing I do every week. When I bring them on, I'm like, what's wrong with your bio? We Let's adjusted heights last week. We did. Really? We, yeah. made, we made Kitty 5'10", and we made Noah a forward center live on the pod. Okay, rather than... Like, just a forward. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's definitely got... Definitely five, She's definitely... Yeah. yeah, for sure. 100%. How tall are you? 5'7". Yeah, that's what the that's what it says. You and I should stand. I'm five seven, and I want to see if I'm actually five seven. <laughs> uh, Nicole's <laughs> Nicole. Wait, what's the fa- the face mean? You're not five seven. Five six, six three quarters. Oh, okay, yeah. but see, I feel like up. I feel like I'm the same way. Okay, so we'll see who's actually taller <laughs> afterward. Or keep that five nine. It's very lofty, but I'll is it a lofty it. five nine? Oh, yeah. I remember when no, it wasn't your class. There was like uh, I feel like a lot of people that list themselves at five nine on yeah, our roster. It's a sweet spot. Yeah, but I'm definitely not. <laughs> <five nine. laughs> you mean you are? It's your playing height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You can't play basketball barefoot. So. Yeah, you're five nine. Exactly. I agree. It should always be your playing height. Yeah. But anyway, that's Madison Hardy and Nicole Stevens. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Great episode. But uh, the women's basketball team has been on quite a roll. They are now 8-2 and two on the season. They've uh, now won three games in a row after defeating Marist on the road this past Sunday. They also defeated Delaware, Delaware at home the Thursday before that. And then the weekend before that, you beat Ryder. Yeah, on the thankfully, back end of that tournament. Yeah. In that last game of that tournament. We talked about that last week with Noah and Kitty, so we good, don't have to, we don't have to go back to Ryder again. That's, good, good, yeah, good. <laughs> good. Delaware, though. Delaware we won the Ryder game. game. Delaware was amazing. Was let's game, yeah. let's talk about the Delaware game, Hardy. I mean the crowd for the Delaware insane. game first. Insane, right? Insane. Yeah. I mean, how many people out there did you know? Oh, all of them. All of them. Yeah, for sure. They mm-hmm. are very faithful fans, see them on campus. A lot of them are our friends from freshman year. Uh, fellow athletes so just great to see them come out 
and I know they uh, it's this there's uh, like student athlete advisory committee want to give yeah. them a special shout out because yeah. they've been doing a great job this year not only at basketball but at some of our other sporting events as Absolutely. well getting fans to come to the games but it definitely made for an incredible atmosphere at the game against Delaware Thursday uh, and it was quite a it was quite a quite a finish you guys you know we'll get to we'll get to the Marist game but you guys like to really make it come down to the wire. <laughs> <laughs> like to make it interesting yeah. for well, our fans. Yeah, you really do. Uh, down eight points early in the fourth quarter. I believe the score was 58 to 50. Yes, it was. It was 58 to 50 after I think Delaware scored to open the fourth quarter and then a 14-0 run after mm -hmm. that to take a 64-58 lead. Delaware comes back and scores the next seven to go up 65-64, but then... You guys close it out down the stretch, uh, and we got to mention Abby Chu down the stretch. Chew. I mean, she hit she hit two big shots, mm -hmm. one with about a minute and 20 seconds left to give you guys the lead, and then Delaware took it back, and then the, the big play, the and one yeah, with yeah, uh, yeah. 38, 38 seconds left. That uh, that was as loud as I think I've ever heard it in, yeah, in this sure. gym for a game. Yeah. Uh, Nicole, what was that experience like for you? That was great, just seeing all the fans. Also, like, not even just the fans, but people that I've trained or other people on our team have trained. Even their the kids came out to watch us. So it was just great to see a community to support us. A hundred percent true. I mean, that's a that was a big game. That was a big win for you guys. I mean, mm -hmm. you guys both yeah. came in uh, in the top twenty-five in the mid-major poll. We'll mm -hmm. get to that as well later in the podcast. You guys moved up the rankings there. Uh, but you guys both came in the top twenty-five in the mid-major poll, and Delaware went twenty-four and five last. I mean, they were they yeah. were a WNIT mm -hmm. semifinalist last yeah. year. Yeah. So I mean, that's a huge that's a huge statement win for the program. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then Mar and then you guys uh, moved on to Marist, and uh, we we finally did it, guys. We finally did it. We we had that game yeah. where it was comfortable yeah. in the second half. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. In the second half, uh, defeated Marist seventy-eight to forty-nine. I enjoyed that game because it was from my hometown. So yeah, yeah, I enjoyed uh, having you know worlds collided for me on that trip. Oh, I'm not gonna oh, lie. Really? I went from having dinner with my mom to meeting the coaching staff right after dinner with my mom, and I was like, this is kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, but did you guys enjoy the pastry garden on the yes. afterward? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Was it the all right? In the assorted box there's a lot of different types in there okay. i had a good peppermint type of thin mint situation it was very good but those cannolis were top of the line nice so good yes yeah the cannolis you don't get those sure. out in uh, the fields of ohio <laughs> i didn't say ohio. I, did, I, I caught myself i caught myself no we do not okay okay but I didn't even do my fast facts. We got talking about all this stuff, oh and I didn't God. even do my God. fast facts. How did we on forget? I know. <laughs> I'm honestly interested to hear these because I haven't. I haven't Cue heard the them music yet. or something. We should have music for this. No, we shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> Madison <laughs> Hardy. Uh, some some facts on Madison Hardy that we talked about in the uh, the pre-record uh, has been on separate mission trips to Israel and Haiti. She said yeah. when she was uh, 15 and 17. I want to say. Yeah. The second one happened right before you came to Columbia. I would assume, right? It's a 2017. Yeah, I think that was um, summer before or spring before my senior year. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So Junior. pretty close. Pretty yeah. close to when you came to Columbia. Yeah. I think you've talked about that on this podcast before. Have you not? I think so. Yeah. yeah. But remind remind the listeners, you know, what did you do on those? Yeah. Um, well, the one to Israel, I went with a group. Um, maybe it was six. Maybe I'll say eight other um, high schoolers. One of them was my very good friend, Sydney. Uh, my childhood friend and we went to Israel to just bring basketball over there and play with the kids and just really soak up that culture 
So it was definitely a really rewarding experience. And the one to Haiti was less sports focused. It was with my high school, uh, just your typical mission trip, just kind of connect with the community there, uh, help out any way we could and really just hang out with them. That's really awesome. It was really good. Thanks for sharing that. Your second fast fact that we talked about, uh, you can do a Rubik's Cube in under a minute. I know you're sick of the Rubik's Cube talk <laughs> about you. It's like all of a sudden, you know what it is? It's like somebody finds somebody that can solve a Rubik's Cube real yeah. quick, and they're like, that's you. That's your thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're the Rubik's Cube person. Yeah. But we, uh, I know our marketing office recorded you doing the Rubik's Cube. Was it, you know, how was your performance? You know, I actually um, had given my cube to Janaya, one of our alums, and she's in France, so I assume it's in France, so... He asked me, and I was like, oh, man, I don't even have a cube. I haven't done oh, one in a while. Okay. Um, but he brought one out, got a, a warm-up round in, got loosened up. So it was good. It was good. What I is, think the, my, what I think is good. the secret to the Rubik's Cube? Like, I don't – I just I've, – I've never looked into how to solve a Rubik's Cube, yeah. I guess. So, like, what is – like, is there, like, a certain color cube that, you know, like, this is, like, the cube that's got to be in this spot, and then I'm good? Yeah, so there's definitely a lot of algorithms involved. So, okay. like, with practice, you can – I think anyone can get it down, really. But it, it takes a while, so you got to be committed to the process. Okay. Okay. And what's your yeah. – fa- do you know your fastest time off the top of your head? I think it, I think we can fact-check with Sienna, but I think I got in, like, 59 seconds before. Wow. Okay. Nice. Nicole, what's your fastest Rubik's Cube time? Not under a minute. But you can do it. I can do one, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I cannot – I, I think can I solve a one by one with my eyes closed. What's a one by one? <laughs> Is that just a cube? <laughs> one color on each side. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's actually. I was, like, I was <laughs> like, I thought this was a real thing. I mean, I guess it is a real thing. It could be, and yeah. I can yeah. solve it with my eyes closed. You can closed. solve it. You just yeah. twist it any way you want, and, and it's, yeah. it's done. There you have it's it. Solved. Yeah. There's a two by two also. There's a two by two. Yeah. How does that? I'm trying to think. Is it's not really cute. It's actually hard. Oh no, it is. I think. You think the two, two by two? two? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done the two yeah, by two. Yeah, because I know there's all these like different like dimension, like two by two, four by four, six by six. So yeah. I'm like one by one. That's okay. my thing. <laughs> okay. You know? Yeah. You guys in your Ivy League conversations over here. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. I'm the outlier. My third fast fact about Madison Hardy is I want to just remind the people of the podcast about her heroics. As a freshman, because it was one of my all-time favorite Madison Hardy moments. Yeah. Two, three, two go-ahead three-pointers in the Ooh. final minute, including the game winner with 15.1 seconds left yeah. as Columbia defeated Brown 83-81 on the road. Yeah. Hardy, let's relive. Let's, let's, bask in <laughs> the, let's bask in the glory relive of that. It. Let's just relive that for a second. No, yeah, it was really good. It was a really hard-fought game all around, and I remember Coach just drew up the play, uh, gave us the different options, and... It just so happened to be me, um, and I'm happy that I could translate that for my team. But they, I got subbed out after that, and then we got to stop after that. So that was definitely a fun locker room to be a part of oh, yeah. after we got that one. 100%. And we haven't seen Hardy so much on the floor this year, but we do know you're, you're, battling, uh, you're battling a preseason injury. So we yeah. will see you back on the floor, hopefully yeah. soon. Hopefully soon, Coach yeah. did get you out there against Georgetown in front of your hometown fans, so that yeah, was nice. that was, that was awesome. Nice. I remember talking to her before the game, and I think I mentioned this to Noah and Kitty on last week's podcast. I talked to Hardy before the game, and I, I saw her warming up. And I was yeah. like, oh, you getting out there today? And she goes, yeah, but I can't guard a chair, so they'll have to take me out. <laughs> 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 if, uh, if when we go on defense, and then on defense, I think he just fouled somebody. So yeah, yeah, she called, she called for a foul, so I, I could come out. But she 
yeah, I thought she was joking. Like, I had gone out um, of the locker room. She was like, Hardy, like, I want to put you in today. And I was like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Like, I just, like, <laughs> had such a not serious reaction because I thought she was joking because, obviously, I hadn't been practicing. Yeah. Um, But she was serious, and it was... It was, like, mid-second quarter, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it didn't translate, but uh, I'll be translating. You got the, the shot fans. up. You got I the did, shot I up. did, I did. You got the shot up. But uh, I think it was a little drafty in there, so yeah, there was a little to to left. It's but okay. um, it's okay. yeah, I'll be I'll be hitting them. You will here be. In Levy and soon. You will be. You're waiting for Ivy League season. Oh yeah. Yeah. Keep it secret. Then, uh, <laughs> that way, there's no video on her from this year. They won't know I hit them. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. They won't know I hit them. <laughs> And that's uh that's Madison Hardy for our listeners uh you know third year with the pro uh, third year right yeah third, third yeah third, third year. official third year. year third official year yeah. with the, that's right and now we're gonna move on to Nicole Stevens first year playing she's a sophomore uh, obviously missed her freshman season the COVID year uh, so new to our listening audience uh, some fast facts on Nicole she's got older brothers Kyle which is a great name and <laughs> TJ. <laughs> and TJ. Uh, she was a two-time All-Ohio Capital Conference selection and a third-team All-State selection at Pickerington High School Central, otherwise known <laughs> as just Pickerington Central. And she played club ball for the West Virginia Under Armour League, which is where she got that accent from. <laughs> <laughs> is it true? You spent a lot of time in West Virginia? Yeah, since eighth grade. I was yeah. playing AAU down there. So. Nice. How close is Pickerington to West Virginia? Uh, it was like a two-and-a-half-hour two and drive. So not drive. close. No. Not really close. No. Gotcha. Dedication. That is dedication. Yeah, it's just Why? Like so I, explain to me more than our listeners, because our listeners probably know more about this than I do, why you would choose to go there because of the, how good the team was. Yeah. yeah better program. Um, there was another program in Cincinnati. It was the same distance, but driving through all the cities, it would take more time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, great program. Learned a lot. And we'd have like weekend practices, so we'd be there for like two days. We'd stay at one of our teammates' house, and we just had, like, two eight-hour practices just doing plays. So, like, it wasn't a lot of traveling. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, once you got there, you'd be there for a couple of days. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Uh, and also, uh, Nicole has done some volunteering at a preschool room at her local church and also for some special needs children. So, that's really cool, Nicole. Mm -hmm. uh, how, how long have you been into that? Uh, since my freshman year, um, my mom did it a lot when she w when I was younger. I have an older brother with autism and a cousin with Down syndrome. So um, growing up with them, I've been able to interact and why not give back to the community and make them feel a part of it. That's really awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Nick for president. Nick for president. <laughs> Honestly. Nick 24. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. 24 might be soon. I don't know. Don't you have Running. to be, do you have to be a certain age? Yeah. You have to be like 35. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. All right. So Nick, uh, you were born in 2002, you said? Yes. All right, so Nick, uh, 32. <laughs> <laughs> if that's even a year. I don't think it is. Oh, it is. It is 24, 28, yeah. 32. Yeah, yeah. yeah, my vote. Yeah, but that's, then you're still not 35. <laughs> so I messed that 36. up. Nick, 40. Don't ask me about <laughs> <laughs> Well, I feel like there's been a lot of news. Like, you guys have been getting, like, some na like national uh, attention. Right. So right. we can talk about that for sure. I mean, between KD and Abby Shu and Carly mm -hmm. with leading assists. So I feel like you guys have a lot of eyes on you now. So what's that like for you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's just our hard work really paying off. I think I know their class is a little jumbled up now, but they came in together they and did. they're just such a strong group um, and really have helped this program so much. So definitely 
super deserving of all the praise and recognition um, just because they work so hard and practice every day. Uh, so just hoping that just keeps keeps the ball rolling, keeps the eyes on us. And uh, I'm glad you brought that up, Aaliyah, because I do want to I do want to dive into some of those. Yeah. You guys moved up to number eight this week in the College Insider Mid-Major poll, which is voted on by mid-major coaches. So, you know, mm. it is a legit poll. And it's really cool. I honestly love the mid-major poll because, mm. honestly, like, if, if you're not in one of the power conferences and we're not looking yet at the top yet at the top 25 in the AP in the mm-hmm. coaches mm-hmm. poll, it's, coming. Uh, it's yeah. a really good way for, I think, women's basketball followers to, like, mm-hmm. get to know who some of the really good mid-major teams are. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. yeah, yes. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it makes the matchup so much more exciting when there's an actual number attached. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. people know, like, of course, every game's competitive. But when there's a number attached, it's like, wow, the stakes are so much higher. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys moved up to number eight from 11 to eight yeah. uh, in the Single mid-major digits. poll. And uh, we talked about Caitlin Davis. She was named Ivy League Player of the Week this week after second averaging time? a double-double. Yeah. Second time for KD. Crazy. And then today, yeah, she was named to the NCAA. Yeah. I saw that, and I was like... Starting five yeah. of the week. Big yeah. time, big time. Yeah. Crazy. Huge. Uh, and then, uh, you know, you guys, like like we said, there's, there's a lot of hype right now around the program, which is awesome. Mm. Uh, but how do you manage, Hardy, how do you manage you know that hype like you know not you individually but it kind of like from a team standpoint like you know the team it's it you guys get hyped up about all the stuff mm-hmm. and it's great but it's like how do you kind of like rein it in and like you know yeah. go out to the next game being like okay like we didn't earn anything yet yeah definitely i think uh since being here freshman year we as a program have always been very very excited about us so that internal excitement not really coming from external factors like media or, or other teams or other programs. We've really been um, based around us. It's all about us. That's what we say before every game. Um, so I don't think it really changes much because we are still excited about us as we've been from day one. And everything we earn and deserve comes from what we do in practice and the habits we build every day. Um, so we just continue to do that. And if the outside makes noise, they can make noise and it's nice to get that recognition. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's not the goal is not number eight mid-major. Our goal is a Ivy league champions. So we work towards that goal every day. Nice. I'm happy we didn't hit our goal yet. Yeah. No, that is the best answer (laughs) I think I've ever heard. I mean, that's so true. Like that, especially like as an outsider, I came from Wichita State. Now mm-hmm. I'm, you know, getting my master's here. So this is all new to me. And I was so excited about this team the second I met you guys, the second I met Coach. And I think that you, like, the excitement that you guys have that you said internally, it really shines through and you see it on the court now. And then I, I just love that answer. Yeah, 100%. You guys yeah. have also started, like we talked about, uh, started to capture the excitement and the attention of the people on campus and your fellow yeah. student athletes yeah, as well. Yeah. I mean, it's like every time I talk to a student athlete that's not in the women's basketball program, it's like the first thing they say to me when they find out I work with the program, they're like, oh my God, <laughs> the women's basketball team, they're so good. They're so, <laughs> so good. <lucky>. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you guys, you guys definitely are deserving of all this. And, you know, we really hope that it really hope that it keeps going. But Nicole, let's talk about you a little bit. Uh, this is your first year playing uh, right now, obviously, as a sophomore. But you've been you've you've been out there in all nine games. But you know, <laughs> talk about in your first year playing, getting out there every game, and uh, just getting that experience and learning from you know kind of a veteran team that mm-hmm. also has a solid group of newcomers. But just kind of being able to learn while the team is also winning at the same time, you know. Yeah, definitely. I think 
coming in, I knew I had to be a sponge and there was going to be a lot to learn. So just having that sponge mindset day in and day out, even when I'm playing, if I mess up on something, I know my teammates have my back and they're going to bring me into the huddle and tell me what I need to fix. So not getting down on myself, just know that it's a learning experience and keep taking what I'm given. What have you felt like, because you said, you know, being a sponge, and I feel mm -hmm. like that's a great way to put it. What have you feel, what do you feel like you've learned the most from not even from the beginning of the season, but like maybe from the beginning of the preseason to now, like what part of your game do you think? Maybe it's the mental aspect. Maybe it's something physical, you know, X's and O's that you mm -hmm. feel like has improved the most since you know, over that time. Yeah, definitely. I'd say my defense coming in, I never realized like how much there is into defense yeah. and all these different movements and I think that's been my biggest learning point is just going in knowing the rotations like having a plan a, a plan b and games and having to know different coverages it's been a lot but um, I think it's really helped having my teammates and how we are talking on the bench and just being uh, a great teammate on yeah, hundred percent. You got a nice shot, Nicole, too. I like your shot, smooth. <laughs> smooth. <laughs> Thanks. smooth. <laughs> but before we get in, I want to get into some personality stuff with them for sure. But let's talk a little bit about the upcoming games. I mean, this Saturday, UMass, mm -hmm. uh, the nine and one. Their only loss is to Iowa State, uh, who mm -hmm. was I think thirteenth in the country when they played them mm -hmm. by five points. So, I mean, it's like no no break for you guys here. No. Uh, like, every game is a tough game uh, on your schedule. And uh, so, I mean, just talk about, uh, you know, w I hope the crowd looks like it looked uh, last Thursday, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely hoping that everyone comes out for us again. But um, just to speak to the strength of schedule, I think yeah. it's something that Coach G really puts a lot of time and effort into planning our schedule and does a, an amazing job at it, just preparing us for what's later down the road. Um, so looking to get another win this weekend and looking for SAC to back us up again. That's right. Yes. I think I think they will. I mean, it might be, you know, it's funny. I feel, I feel like as the season's gone on, it's been like uh, like when we played Stony Brook, it was like, okay, this is this is the toughest team I think we've played. Mm -hmm. all. Oh, no, first it was Clemson. Like, this is yeah. the toughest team we played all season. <laughs> the, the second game and then, or the yeah. third game Yeah, the right? And then it was Stony Brook, and we're like, all right, this this yeah. is a really tough team. This might be the toughest team we played all season. And yeah. then it was Mizzou right after yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, this might be the toughest team yeah. we played all season. And then Delaware was another yeah, one. Was and then good, UMass. Yeah. So, I mean, and you mentioned the strength of schedule. I think the, the last time I looked, the NCAA does rank them based on just purely wins and losses, like uh, how many wins and losses your opponents so far to this point have, uh, have had. And uh, heading into the Marist game, mm -hmm. you guys were 68th on strength of schedule out of like mm. 340 wow. out of like yeah. 300 and that's just based on wins and losses mm -hmm. purely and like has nothing to do with like how good the opponent is outside of the wins mm. and losses but the other thing i want to bring up is i just checked the conference or not the conference the t rpis that's like one of my favorite stats actually yeah the it. rpi and uh i don't know if this is news to you because i haven't put it anywhere but uh you guys yesterday were 38th wow. in the ncaa women's basketball oh, wow. rpi Wow. I mean, that's, you know, because, and that takes into consideration your strength of schedule. Okay. Outside of wins and losses, it takes mm -hmm. into consideration, like, who you've played and kind of, like, the results, the results of the game and who they've played. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I like, see. you're looking at a team like Missouri who has had a, I think, eight and one, but their one loss just came to Baylor Damn. by a couple mm -hmm. points. What was that? Three points, five Yeah. Points. It was, like, came Two? down to the end. Yeah. 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 They had a chance. Missouri had a mm -hmm. chance to beat them yeah. at the yeah. end there. Uh, it takes into consideration, obviously, like Stony Brook's had a lot of good wins. Uh, mm -hmm. Delaware's had some good wins. Mm -hmm. You know, Marist, 
Maris is a little bit of a down year this year, but they won the MAC last year. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah. returning conference mm-hmm. champions. So. Yeah. Uh, good things. Good yeah, things. I love that stat. RPI is just such yeah. a great way. It's a good way for the committee, um, the NCAA committee, to kind of you know when it comes to seeding and stuff. So that's mm-hmm. why I've always looked at it. But it also just it tells so much more than just strength of schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. Anyway, that was fun to talk about. <laughs> uh, let's get some. Let's talk about some personality, Ilya. All right, you and I on the fly here. We didn't prepare anything <laughs> this week. Sorry. <laughs> but on the fly, we're going to do this. Okay. We're going to bounce back and forth. I'm going to ask Nicole a question about, like, put her on the hot seat here. Ooh. They said they survived, like, the, 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 the hot seat. They didn't survive the hot seat. No. <laughs> this is the toughest part. I'm going to put Nicole on the hot seat and ask her some questions about her teammates. Ooh. And then you're going to ask Hardy. Okay? Got it. All right. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're taking the lead. I'm going to take the lead. <laughs> I'm going to take the lead. All right, Nicole, your soft, so of your sophomore class, who we got? Paige? Mary, who else? Am Abby, I missing anybody? Eden. Eden. Uh, well, Abby. Okay, Abby technically in the sophomore yeah. class now. That's yeah. true. That's true. Who of the sophomore class would you say would be somebody that could like is like the uh, like the mayor of the class? Who's mm. the mayor of the sophomore class? You can include yourself in this. Mm, I'd have to say me or Paige. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I definitely could see Paige. Yeah. You're the mayor, though. Why are you the mayor? Why would you think you're the mayor? I Tell just us. feel like I protect them a lot when we're <laughs> out and about from getting hit by cars and buses. <laughs> and That's like a good mayoral keeping them, responsibility. Keeping them together. Okay. Keeping them uh, alive. Kind of like okay. their guardian angels. In okay. 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 I like okay. that. I like that. Yeah. Why Paige? Uh, I feel like she's one of the most responsible. Okay. Yeah. Probably so. more like a mayor. Yeah. So. But you're like the crossing guard. Yeah. The crossing yeah. Guard. I work for Paige. I work for Paige. <laughs> How ironic is that you're not even from here, and that's like the yeah. title you yeah. give yourself. Pretty impressive. That's funny. That's true. That's true. Mayor of New York City. And we did talk about that. You are going to make a run earlier yeah. in the podcast. Wow. <laughs> I should have. I should have. I should have known. Yeah. Nick Forty. <laughs> All right, Nick. Uh, who is the uh, – you know, we know we've seen some singing on this uh, Clemson trip. All right, and I guess I think I know the answer, but uh, you Alicia know, Keys. And you could. I'm gonna ask you who the best singer is, and I feel like this might be a pressure answer. You might be pressured to say somebody, okay. but maybe you feel like no. it's somebody else. Best singer might have to be Kitty, yeah. but Abby and Eden sing a lot. Yeah, but okay. Kitty, yeah. Kitty does all right. I could could I actually listen to her at, ever, like, at Clemson? No. Yeah, I mean, I could. I hear. just can't listen to Eden and yeah. Abby singing all the time. Okay. But like I can I can deal with Kitty's yeah, voice. I see that. I yeah. really didn't know Abby was such a singer <laughs> until the Clemson trip. Honestly, oh, yeah, if you no. put on Alicia Keys, it's yeah. just a like an alter ego. Oh, she was commanding the stage. Yeah, 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 she was. yeah a performer. <laughs> yeah, Perfect. I had no idea because I feel like Abby most of the time how I see as like a player mm-hmm. or like in a basketball mm-hmm. setting, mm-hmm. very like reserved. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Like don't gets, let her fool gets you. Excited. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, clearly gets excited, but like not like I feel like not like yelling on the court yeah. a lot, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah. Carly though. It's really come out. I feel like Carly's really like made the transformation this year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. Is who would you say, all right, then that leads me to my next question. Who is the vocal leader of the team? Whole team. Who 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 do you feel like on the team is like and it could be more than one person, mm-hmm. but who do you feel like is like the the heart and soul of the team, like the vocal leader, like really gets you guys going. I might have to say Lil. Okay. Yeah. That's and every a good one. That's every a good huddle, 
Um, she's there. Her voice is present. Um, obviously, we haven't had her on the court as often yeah. this year because injuries. But on the court, I'd have to say probably Carly. Okay. Um, I've seen a lot more of her. Uh, I feel like she's made a big step in being a leader on the court, and I think a lot of us respond to her very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, you're off the hot seat, Nicole. Good job. <laughs> I, have, Good I job. have a Good couple job. questions. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Are you ready? I Mine know. won't be as intense, I feel like. Who is the most likely to go on, like, a reality dating show? Like, The Bachelor. <laughs> the Bachelor. Who? Bachelor, Bachelorette. Which one? Okay. Who would most likely be on a reality show? I feel like TV Nicole's show? got an answer here. She's giving Hardy, like, the big eyes. She's like... Okay. So, I think there's a good group of us that would have the skills to do so. Oh, okay. Um, I'm just... I might come under fire for this, but I'm just going to say I, I've i grown to love the show The Bachelor with Sienna, <laughs> and, uh-huh. and I think she has what it takes to be a strong bachelorette. Okay. Yeah, you know, I like, can see it. Th- it. It takes, sometimes people like can be full of drama, this, that, and the other, but I think Sienna would make a really strong contestant. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. I Nicole? That. Nicole, no, you co-sign that? Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. You guys would watch Sienna Durr on The Bachelorette? I would. Yeah. I think yeah. she would get a lot of views. Yeah. Yeah. I think she would, too. Yeah. God, yeah. everyone's going to be like, oh, Hardy, of course we'd say Sienna. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's going to happen after this podcast. But Who's your number two if it wasn't Sienna? Okay. I think Sienna has the skills to be a good Bachelorette. Okay. Who would be good on reality TV? I say Kitty and Eden. Yeah. <laughs> would be very good on reality yeah. TV. Yeah. I can see nice. that. Maybe contestants of The Bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. My second question. um, If you had to trust and only listen to one teammate's playlist, they were on Ox the entire season. Mm. Only one teammate. Who would you want on Ox? This is good. Mm. good. That's not Abby. (laughs) (laughs) I love Alicia Keys, but (laughs) (laughs) no. Um... You know, I would say myself, but mm-hmm. um, I think Lil has a pretty strong playlist, but I think I also have interests in music where Lil doesn't listen to very often. Um, but I think I think I'm going to say Lil. I think I'm going to say Lil. I would say Hannah, but Hannah is a lot like R&B focused, which I'm not like that mellow all the time, but I'll, I'll say Lil. Yeah. That's Nicole awesome. would listen to your playlist Nicole yeah no I wouldn't (laughs) (laughs) the one day you had it on in there when we were playing I was like get this off (laughs) Nicole what are we listening to you said country right I listen to everything no yeah Yeah. I feel like Nick has a you know what Nick I would I would listen to Nick's playlist (laughs) yeah I like it variety of it I like it yeah good variety yeah I like it we'll just change the intro song to like I don't know who are we changing it to T-Swift <laughs> country, <laughs> country, T Swift. Yeah, good. <laughs> I don't know. Just um, throw everybody for a loop. <laughs> <laughs> With this hard New York City urban video playing on yeah. there, and it's like, I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> Toby <T-Swift>. Keith. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Do I have one more? Because you asked three. Yeah, you can. You sure do. Okay, so say you and a teammate were blindly dropped in the middle of new york city don't mm. know where you're at who do you trust with no technology to bring you back to campus oh, this is so annoying i'm gonna say sienna again but like <laughs> oh my god i need a fourth question so i can <laughs> stop talking about sienna but like ever since we were freshmen and like during ensop before we even had classes like sienna would always like 
be the map and just like always show us where to go, what subway to get on. And yeah, that that is like a strong Sienna answer. Okay, then I have one more question then. That wouldn't really be I'm not I'm just Sienna. not going to okay. say Sienna. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if there were a teammate of yours or yourself to get mm-hmm. famous for something that's not basketball, who would it be and what would they become famous or well known for? Wow. That's a deep breath. Sienna. <laughs> Being the bachelorette. What would they be famous for? Like hidden talents, like yeah. stuff like that. Hardy I mean, for you the know Rubik's them well. Cube. Hardy on America's Got Talent. Yeah. For just for the Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Solve yeah. Rubik's Cube in twelve seconds. Famous. There's no good singers. There's no good dancers. <laughs> or like viral or viral. well known. Yeah. You know what? I think some like a very strong suit of one of my good my good friend teammates i think jada mm-hmm. i think jada could yes we've had conversations before but like i think she like has a strong personality mm-hmm. and like a likable personality so i think if she like wanted to be a youtuber or like yeah. a awesome. viral person i would say jada patrick i love that yes. okay great good answer. I like great that. answer good answer is it on the board <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. That's a good answer. That Jada's a Jada's a little bit of a hooper out oh, there. A little oh, bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> She's the real deal, yeah. Yeah. Jada <laughs> Jada, I always feel like Jada if I had to pick one person on the team to just have the ball on a broken play, I'm like, just get the ball, Jada. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Jada's like broken yeah. play, Jada's like, all right, I'm taking you one on one. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. I'm gonna take this fifteen foot jumper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jada with the 17 footer yeah. put on the yeah. line. <laughs> That's her shot. <laughs> That's the exception. Yeah. <laughs> Auto. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all the time yeah, we, we have. We've the kept them here a long time. <laughs> yeah, we we're have. just vibing, honestly. We are. Honestly, point. we're just having a. We're just having fun. I hope and nobody's. I is anybody still listening? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but no, I really appreciate uh, the two of you coming on, Junior Madison Hardy, sophomore Nicole Stevens. Thank you so much. Absolutely Thank happy you. to be here. Of yeah. course. That was the women's basketball team. All right, Aaliyah, another fun episode. That was a great conversation to end it out with uh, with Madison and Nicole. That was so much fun. I loved it. Yeah. A lot of basketball uh, coming up this weekend and into the early part of next week before both teams take a break for finals. Uh, the women's basketball team will be playing Saturday at home right here, Schiller Court, Levian Gymnasium at 2 p.m. against the 9-1 and UMass Minute Women. Uh, and then the men's team is home, uh, not home, sorry. The men's team is on the road Saturday night uh, at 7 p.m. to take on Albany. So both teams playing on Saturday, the women home at 2, the men on the road at 7. And then we've got the first of two home doubleheaders this month. Woo. On Monday, the women will be home against LIU at 5 p.m., and the men's game will follow up right after that against Sacred Heart at 8 p.m. So looking forward to the doubleheader, Leo. Oh, I am excited. I'm ready. I'm going to have my coffee on deck, and I'm going to be just ready to go. You are. I think Have you You have yet to experience. I mean, have you did? Did you do any doubleheaders when you were at Wichita State? Did they have, like, men's yes. women's doubleheaders? Um, very rarely. But okay. And then one time the doubleheader, because one of the games we would play would be at Intrust Bank Arena, which is, like, the big arena in mm-hmm. Wichita. Mm-hmm. So it was a doubleheader technically, but then well, I had two to different drive. Venues. Yes, so... And it was yeah. in a snowstorm, so. Okay. Oof. No. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm this excited. This is all same venue. Yes. But uh, it does make, it, you know, it makes for a long day, but you get two wins and it makes for such a fun, exciting day. Exactly. It does. And, you know, there's the tickets that are on sale as like a bundle. So they're, 
there will be more fans. That's right. And the fans will be excited. So I, th I think it'll be cool. That's right. So you can catch all the action uh, here Saturday, women's game at 2, and then the doubleheader Monday, December 13th, 5 and 8. Uh, we hope you enjoyed listening to this week's podcast. You can listen to all episodes of Morningside Hoops. You can and catch them on GoColumbiaLions.com slash podcasts. And you can also catch them on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you catch your podcasts. Morningside Hoops should be there. Please let us know if it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, until next time, I'm Kyle Matrician. That's Aaliyah Funshell. We will talk to you again next week. Yep.